Welcome to the Career After COVID podcast, where you'll get actionable ideas to survive the pandemic and economic downturn and take your career to the next level when it's over. Here's our co-hosts, Fleur Hull and Kim Korolevich. Hi, Kim. How are you today? Yeah, good, Fleur. How are you going? Yeah, good, good. It's been a, a good week, um, mainly ups, a couple of little down points, and we'll talk about that. Um, but, uh, and yeah, yours, how's your week been? Study and work and... Study and, like, some work stuff and... Um, I don't know, like it's just kind of, it's Friday and I feel like it was only Monday. Like, so it's kind of a bit of a blur, had a whole lot of family, personal things to deal with as well, you know, family health stuff, but you know, like it's just blasted by and here we go. Yes, (laughs) I know, we're into the second half of the year. I know, I know, exactly. Um, Just a shout out again, like we did last time, you know, I'm, I'm thinking a lot about Victorians. Uh, and, you know, them being locked down and and how long that's going to go on for and the numbers there and the health workers and all of that. I mean, it's really, it is sort of that second wave worldwide, isn't it? If you look at the way the curve's gone with Mm. the virus, Mm. um, you know, America, um, America's tipping it, you know, way up, the numbers way up and then some of the new, new entrants like India and South America. So, yeah, it's, uh, it leads to um, the topic that, we, that I you know, thought we'd talk about today, which is staying positive when things seem a bit grim. Mm, absolutely, absolutely. Yes, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I thought we'd just talk about, you know, how we can stay positive and mentally healthy during this time of pandemic and recession and just uh, I guess up front say this is not professional psychological advice and uh, listeners should seek out their own professional advice from a doctor or mental health professional if they're feeling unwell. I just wanted to make that clear. Um, I mean you obviously have got your psych degree Mm. um, but yeah we're we're not um, providing absolutely I don't practice it's more like sort of lifestyle um, exactly. Yeah, for, for how to, to get through and, and stay positive given that, you know, more and more people are finding themselves either out of work completely or uh, still underemployed or, you know, having their hours cut. Mm. Um, but it is really interesting. I don't know how you're finding it in your circles, the number of people I'm coming across who have used this time for some really deep self-reflection on what, you know, they're still employed, working full-time, business as usual in a way, and yet are using, have really had that sort of impetus to think about, well, what is um, what is it all about? You know, I've had this time with my family and, um, you know, home, not commuting, um, you know, my health and my family are the most important have you come across people like that in recent weeks? Um, I guess to a degree. A lot of people I know who either just kept working, as you said, or, yes. you know, they, they, they're just not working at all. Um, and, look, I think to a degree, like they probably haven't articulated it as specifically, that there's definitely that thing of 
whoa, what am I going to do next and what do I want to do next? Because, yeah, this time has been interesting <clears throat> how they had to prioritise what's important in life. Yes. You know, I think that's definitely, definitely a thing. Um, and I think also that whole, you know, being able to come together again, like you realise what it means to be able to just hang out with your friends and spend that time with your family as well. Yes, yes. Um, we're not hectic, you know, that insane hectic. And even I was out yesterday morning very early and the amount of that kind of very early morning commuters coming from the area I am in was yes. just so low. Like there just wasn't that many cars still on the road. And, yeah, I think it is. A, it has... Obviously it's happening, but I haven't, people haven't really been talking about it in such specific terms below with me. So, yeah. Yeah. And I'm interested with your study, is there any opportunity during the study for people to reflect on this time or has it all just been study, study, study? Nah, pretty much just study. They're just kind of. Yeah, like no sort of group mentoring or anything like that going on. It's just, just get the work done. Yeah, pretty much. And, I mean, I think they're pretty fluid and flexible when, you know, you sort of say, oh, something's come up, I've got a job interview to go to interstate or something. So yes. they're kind of like, well, that's thing, you know. So they're, yes. they're probably a little more lenient perhaps, which is great. But, um, yeah, but no, 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 we've just been very much just focused on the content of study. So, yeah, it hasn't really yeah. changed that for me. Yeah, yep. not much. Yeah, cool. Excellent. So I've been looking um, into uh, reading a book um, by a guy called Rick Hansen uh, mm-hmm. called Resilient. And uh, so it's, you know, Persian and I, I sort of, um, I was already into this topic before the stuff that came out this week with Ita Buttrose, the chairperson of the ABC. Did you see right. her comments around uh, millennials needing to... No become more resilient and um, that they, you know, because of the long run of, I guess, economic prosperity was sort of her inference, um, they haven't really had to deal with anything disastrous. Well, obviously none of us have dealt with a pandemic in our lifetimes, but the idea of a recession and losing jobs or losing hours is something that's really unfamiliar uh, to to the Gen Ys, so she was. It was there was a lot of controversy around it. She was saying, "Oh, they, you know, they um, they seem to need a lot of hugs and reassurance." <laughs> and so, what was the what was the so what was coming back at her? What kind of oh, comment? just we don't need hugs. We need a job, you know. And like you've just you're putting off all these people at the ABC, and then you're saying we're not resilient enough, you know. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, there, there was a lot of pushback, as you can expect. Um, yeah. But, yeah, it just, you know, it's such an um, evergreen topic, isn't it, resilience? I think it's yeah. in every, every aspect of our lives, you know, parenting, trying to raise children who are resilient, education, uh, workplace, all of that. So, yeah, just thought it's a good um, topic for us to focus on. We've covered it uh, in passing in many of our previous episodes. but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had a simple saying, Rick Hansen, um, deal with the bad, turn to the good and take in the good in terms of, you know, in tough times. So, you know, thinking, actually getting your head around 
kind of what's going on in your environment so um, and making a plan for things to get better is part of his strategy um, and and part of that is slowing down and and getting calm uh, and um, you know, I thought about this idea of calming down and taking a moment and for me at least, sometimes it stresses me out to think about trying to calm down. Yeah. Where I'm like, oh, should I be meditating or, you know, what, or doing some yoga or, you know, and you sort of get tangled up then in which way to calm down. But his tip was just to have a cup of tea and stare into space for 10 minutes. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> like a really, a really passive calm down. I like it because the minute someone says learn to meditate, I, I like get stressed. Yeah, so, me too. Exactly. And, and it's not like I'm not, I mean, I'm looking at a book that's in my bedroom here that's got dust on it because it's obviously sat in a corner for so long called Living in the Light and it's all about, you know, a guide to personal and planetary transformation and it's all about affirmation and it's all about, you know, the universe and the power of good and stuff I love. Like I love all that kind of stuff. But the minute someone says meditation, I like go, ah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it is about that word, but it kind of makes me stress. So, well, yeah, I, think I think we've all had those experiences where, yeah. like, even yeah. did you used to have to do meditation sometimes at school? Oh, I don't know. Was that well, like I remember other? these <laughs> occasions where we'd, I think it was the chaplain at school would get us oh. in and, and we'd all lie on the, the, um, the, the gym not the gym floor but the, like, performance area, stage area or whatever, and um, so it was carpeted and have yeah. to sort of lie there and, and try and, you know, stop our thoughts basically. And it was yeah, just right. so excruciating because, you know, it was for a good end, I guess, this sort of getting yeah. us into the idea of it. But for me that's what it reminds me of when I hear, you know, you should meditate. And I think yeah. we, yeah, instead of thinking, well, meditation can just be staring into space with a cup of tea. Or, it, doesn't have to be, or, it doesn't have to be formal. No, or it can actually be observing your thoughts, like objectively observing. So don't, not trying to shut your brain off but go, you know, oh, what an interesting thought. I didn't know I thought that. Like, you know, you can actually meditate and observe thinking at the same time. Oh, so yeah. It, yeah. It's, I it's, love to do that, observe, that sort of mindful observing. Yeah. yeah, oh, there's an anxious thought. Exactly, exactly. So There's a painful memory. Yeah, I feel like I've had some kind of childhood trauma around the word meditation for some reason because, like I said, you can... I can sit down, do a whole body relaxation, do like visualizations and affirmation and talk about, you know, I don't know, the second coming of Buddha or something. I don't know. But yeah, the minute the word meditation comes in, I like, you know, go oh, quick. Yeah. Pass me the and yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Right. And a cup, so something about a cup of tea. I don't know for you. Calm down. Calm down. Yeah. Yeah, cup of, I just like if someone makes me a cup of tea without me even asking. That is just one of the greatest gifts. Isn't it just lovely? Yeah. yeah. I do love that. And so that's such a nice thing, isn't it? Like maybe that's what it is, like staying positive when things seem dire is like finding out what it is that, what is that little thing for someone else, you know? Like so it's like next time be like, I'll just put the kettle on for Fleur and I won't even mention I'll just put a cup of tea in front of her. You know what I mean? Like so yeah. for me, 
what yeah. is that, you know, like working it out, what is it for someone else, you know, that gives them that calmness that, you know, they don't ask for but you can give it to them. I think that's really nice to be able to do that. So. Yeah, well, well, this guy Rick Hansen talks about that as well, that, that you know, this sort of self-preoccupation yeah. can create um, yeah. the anxiety. And so if you think about taking care of other people, that can reduce the stress hormones in your own body. Yeah, see, that's good. I like that. Yeah, and, and you know, given I think the, because we're physically distant in many cases, um, yeah. it's around being close in terms of empathy and, and nourishing and nurturing your digital communities. Yeah. So, you know, when you are on social media, actually think about it as not just a way to sort of scroll through and see what people are up to but um you know without becoming one of those people that that posts inspirational memes and stuff too much but you know, thinking about but you know what I usually I I'm not really big on Facebook I you know I look at it you know I, I stay in the zone whatever but usually I might do it if I see something I hit the like button yeah like but what I've been doing the love heart a lot more, mm. sending out my digital love. Where yeah, I can. and there's that new one that they've done, uh, Facebook's done during COVID, which is sort of the the hug. Oh the yeah, yeah, heart. yeah, yeah. No, it's good. I, I've been doing that, but I, I think that's a really good point. This sort of self preoccupation, you know. It's like sort of that's a great de stressor, isn't it? Like step away from yourself for a minute, like just yeah. Park it because I can get in my head so much. We all and that can. is total self preoccupation, right? Mm. So yeah, it's a good point. To, uh, that's a little tick for my day, right there. So oh, that's good. A good yeah, yeah like, and, and and linked to that, I guess, is the the listening deeply and yeah. paying attention. Mm. To I mean, you as we sort of said, observing your own thoughts, but in a in a broader sense, listening to really listening to people. Yeah. Do you know, I've got a few people, I'll just say it, no one will know who they are. They're really bad communicators though, like in terms of I'm trying to listen and elicit some understanding and, you know, whether it's text or phone or whatever, you know, they're just not communicators. Maybe face-to-face that's the thing. So I've just got to try and find ways to, I don't know, have a few little phrases that, you know what I mean, sort of go, you may not think I'm hearing you right now, but I am hearing you right now. I don't know what it is you're saying, but yeah. I'm kind of, you know, like it's a re- uh, there's no, you know, nonverbal communication cues. I'm looking at no facial expressions, nothing, and I'm just yeah. like, maybe right. Google some active listening tips. Have I? No, no. I mean that that might be a way you might get a few little phrases to use. Some phrases, yeah, just to sort of say to people like. You know, I don't know, like something nice and positive and I don't know. Yeah, I just but need that, to. But it conveys the fact that you've got no idea that I don't know what you're talking about. about. You're giving me nothing here, but, you know, I, yeah, I, I just know that I'm hearing you. I don't know, like whatever they are, but, yeah, I should Google a few and just have them up my sleeve, you know, ready to paste into a text every <laughs> second. <laughs> sounds so cynical, doesn't it? But, <laughs> I always find two things that always resonate with me if people say them to me authentically and yeah. you know and in a in a 
caring way is I yeah. hear you. I hear you, yeah. And I see you. Yeah. Mm. Mm. They're really yeah. reassuring for me to, to feel mm. heard and yeah. seen. Yeah. 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 Mm. Um, yeah, and I guess just, yeah, back to the book because um, it's sort yeah. of been the framework for me thinking about today's episode is, is realising that other people are scared too. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And I had a moment this week where, you know, my day started off well and I was upbeat. The kids are back at school, so I've got more time to get through my stuff. Yeah. Uh, we had a good school holidays. Um, but, yeah, it was, it was good to just have a bit more space to get through my stuff and also just be inside my own head without being too self-preoccupied, just in terms of my tasks and those sorts of things. But then I think it was on Wednesday the... Um, you know, budget update from the federal government came out and just, yeah, sent me into a bit of a spin and not even because I'm worried about our national debt so much. I think it was just a very concrete marker of of the state that we're in and and, um, that, you know, this this is really having a massive impact on so many people and is not going to go away quickly as a, as a health thing but as an economic thing as well. Um, so I just got into a bit of a slump about that. But fortunately, a couple of my friends started texting me about when we were going to catch up and, you know, I was fine again. So I guess it comes back to that sort of reaching out to others. Yeah, Rather absolutely. than sitting in your own misery. Oh, look, I... I, I totally hear what you're saying because I kind of just sort of turned off the news for a while because I was yeah. just like, you know, I, I just, what else, you know? I And, you know, I, I understand I'm not sort of, yeah, I'm not sort of the weight of Australia's economy is on my shoulders, but it was just like, okay, so it's just, this is like a wave that won't stop coming and I just need to get out of the water for a while. So, yeah, I just needed to step away and do something positive and, yeah, it, it is, it is, it's huge. It's yeah, huge. It is. It Second is. Second wave economy, everything. Like if that's not sort of, you know, knocking on your little brain and, you know, making you ask questions, um, yeah, you're probably asleep. So, um, yeah, I, I totally get what you're saying and walking away and trying to find some positive interaction um, and support from your community I think is really community, friends, whatever it is. But, um, yeah, I, I, I totally had that feeling midweek too, Fleur. So, yeah. yeah. You keep um, coming up with other things that, that Rick's been talking about in his book because another one of his tips is actually to walk away from negative conversations and situations and, you know, actually have the courage when you're being confronted with something that's painful to hear or take in um, mm. to, just, to just step away. Um, and, you know, it is really hard to do because I found myself with the, the flare-up of cases now in the state of Victoria, I'm sort of back to where I was in the beginning where I'm compulsively checking numbers Mm. Mm. and looking at graphs. Yeah. I keep calling it out. 400, 400 new. I shouldn't laugh. I shouldn't laugh. But it's, it's, I'm laughing at myself, not all the people infected. Like, I, I I agree. I'm not laughing. I've just, but I just, you know, be like, you know, oh, well, 400. Oh, you know, like, yeah, like it's, 
I don't know. It's it's well, it's unheard of. We don't understand it. That's why we're feeling discombobulated <laughs> because, yeah, it doesn't even make sense. And the second wave, and I mean, I knew, you know, you kind of felt like there'd be a second wave coming, but it's a different kind of wave. I feel so. That's what's a little bit concerning about it too. But yeah. Um, but definitely, yes, I like this man walk away from, you know, because um, you can't take it all on. You can't. Like you're just not emotionally sometimes resilient. We haven't prepared your resilience in advance. That's the thing I think interesting about the word resilience too is there's a lot of preparation that goes into being this resilient person. Yeah. Um, and sometimes you're not, you, you haven't got those tools in your toolkit to be resilient for these situations. So yeah. you can be as resilient as you try, but it, it can, you know, resilient for certain contexts, yes, but, yeah, sometimes you're just not ready <laughs> for resilience, you know. So um, preparation's a good one too, resilience, preparation before resilience, yeah. So mm. I don't know. Preppers. And tools you're talking about? Preppers. Right? Yeah. <laughs> resilience right? preppers. They are like yeah, yeah, resilience preppers. <laughs> the whole other podcast, yeah, or TV series. Let me just throw that down. Yeah. <laughs> um, another another thing that I really liked in what I read is, um, and it's like it's nothing new really, but positive morning routine. Actually, first thing, mm-hmm. try not to look at your phone. And that and that's a really important thing for me to do because I think because of how I've gotten into this compulsive state where I'm like, you know, how many are there today? Um, and and his thing was to say, just lie in bed, breathe deeply, and smile. Okay. Which sounds really kind of inane, but. Apparently, it just, you know, that whole thing with that when you smile, it changes the muscles, you know, your different muscles move in your face and it automatically sort of lifts your spirits. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Um, so how long would you say not to look at your phone? Like, <laughs> I mean, no. All day. <laughs> Is that like five minutes? Is that like... <laughs> So I, I I do look at my phone because it kind of sometimes is what wakes me up as well if I have an alarm going off so oh, I can't help yes. Um So I should probably not do that. And then I try and get up and go for a walk, go for a big walk and maybe stop for coffee on the way home. Well, that's very healthy. That's great. You're, you're fine. You can look at, you're allowed to look at your phone if you're going yeah. for a walk straight after. I think that's pretty good. But um, Do you listen to anything while you're walking? No, I'm usually with someone else and we're talking the oh, whole good. way. Good, so you are listening to something. <laughs> yeah, talking. Or otherwise I listen to music. I always listen to music more so than anyone else talking in my head. There's enough voices going on in my head. Yeah, um, so I'm really, really obsessed with podcasts when I walk. Yeah, right, yeah. And then I come cool. back just full of inspiration for, you know, what I'm going to do next with yeah, yeah, podcast or my life or whatever. So it's good. But, yeah, I do, I do after, after one is over, if I'm still walking, I put on music because yeah. I need to just, yeah, just tune out. Yeah. We've started um, running a bit too just to really shake it up, really like, you know, jam the body, like just really, really wake it up, shake is it this, up. Is this the horse widow, the one who lost a horse, the same um, woman who I'm lost not- a horse? 
Start, sometimes it starts with G. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Um, yep. Sometimes, and then sometimes my sister. Yep. Um, yeah, so we sort of just do our bits and just to shake it up, shake yep. it up, get it yep. going. And so that was another tip, obviously, with staying positive, exercising. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always the best, isn't it? I love it. It yeah. just changed. I really yeah. do. That's my go-to when I'm feeling. Yeah. If that conversation hadn't started the other day with my friends after I was feeling a bit flat about, yeah. you know, the, the economic data, yeah, I would have gone out for a walk. Yeah. The exercise bike if it was raining, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think it's uh, and it's sometimes it's a really hard one to explain that to people who don't exercise, like, Go and go for a walk, and you'll the endorphins, and you'll feel a hundred percent better. And it's like people going, "You're telling me that if I go for a walk, I'm going to feel better." And it's like, "Yeah, you do." Like it's a, re- it's an amazing little bodily chemical functions that go on. But um, do you know you do- people who don't exercise? Do you? Sorry oh for sounding ignorant, or or yeah, people that just wouldn't think that going for a walk was going to change your life. Oh you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God, yeah, absolutely. I know people of all types. <laughs> yeah, well, I thought I had a reasonable, wow. <laughs> yeah, no. Nah. But um, but anyway, yeah, so I'm a big advocate, big fan, love it. Yeah, totally, yeah. I'm going to get a mini tramp. I just really want a mini tramp. Apparently that's really good for your lymph system and shaking that up too. So We've yeah. got a big trampoline, trampoline for the kids, but... um. Yeah, maybe I should get out there on it. It's apparently really good. I Google it. I mean, but it's meant to be really good for, yeah, the lymphatic systems and, yeah, yeah, really, you know, detoxing. And, yeah, it's kind of weird. But I don't know in, you know, human biology and our origin of the species why jumping up and down on a trampoline would have been a thing. Do you know, like, when was that? I always think about that. Like, where where is the evolutionary reason Exactly. For us why. being like this. I'm yeah. always reflecting on that. Yeah. Well, caveman and the trampoline, there's a yeah. whole other. <laughs> Where would there have even been anything bouncy? I don't know. This is what I can't quite get my head around. <laughs> the PhD in that. I think there totally is. <laughs> there will be some if kind there, of. If there were any PhDs left to do in Australia now yeah. with all the cuts yeah. to universities. Yeah, yeah. There'll be like an archaeological dig going on somewhere and they'll like, of, you know. <laughs> Find a trampoline. <laughs> or a trampoline. <laughs> With like a goat skin or a, or a, um, a woolly mammoth skin um, yeah. strung up with some reeds yeah. or something. Yeah, held together by, you know, like shark's teeth or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, anyway. I'll look into ever- it. As in, uh, just for myself, not the um, the archaeology and, and prehistory yeah. of it. Um, okay. And I wanted to, um, before I say thank you for um, joining me today, um, come to the last thing I, I was thinking of adding here is gratitude as a way. And I guess it, it it's about, um, you know, being aware of, of your situation uh, and others and taking those moments to be thankful for the good. Yes. And, again, it's nothing new. It's, you know, these lists of of things to help you stay positive. I don't think anyone really ever comes up with anything really groundbreaking. Mm. But, yeah, just just remembering, I guess, the good stuff. 
so you know we're both healthy that's right our families uh, are healthy more or less yeah um yeah there's no virus around us as far as we know and you know we're doing meaningful things with our time exactly and and you know and we can afford to be doing this podcast and we can you know like we can afford to be considering options and yeah like I think there's a lot to be grateful for but again it's another thing like you know it it when I get self-preoccupied I forget gratitude and so like these are really good I mean you know you're saying they're nothing groundbreaking but they're they're just those reminders to put up on the old whiteboard yeah self-preoccupation gratitude you know walk away blah 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 yeah so Little reminders are always handy, Fleur, always handy. One of the things that I really want to get to the bottom of um, and understand more is, is, like, I'd love to get get at some survey results of the people who are unemployed from this pandemic kind of for the first time in their lives. I mean, I'm also really, I'm all, I just, like, the people who are long-term unemployed who've had... And they pop up on the news, journalists are covering them, you know, people who've had the, the coronavirus supplement to their new start, you know, their job seeker, and then are facing losing that. But, you know, people who've been able to buy, you know, a new pair of shoes this, this winter because, you know, that they've had that supplement or, you know, they can get a, a new heater for their house or something. So... I, you know, because I'm I'm so aware of my own state of privilege, I just I wish I could find a way to connect with what's going on in a sort of operational way, a day to day way, but also the mindset of of people who yeah the the long term unemployed yeah. who are probably feeling even more desperate because oh God, yeah. they're not just look they're not just in a normal job market that's difficult. They've now got tens of thousands of other people competing for the jobs that they have been trying to get for years. Exactly. Exactly. And then, yeah, and then that whole group of people who who are unemployed for the first time because of the virus. Yeah. I don't know. I might set up a survey somehow and and try and pull some data together. I'm really, I just am really fascinated to hear other people's stories. Yeah, yeah. Well, it is um, like the kind of of our lifetime, this kind of stuff. So there'll be stories that carry on, you know, for a long time. So, yep. Um, yep. yeah, oh, I think it's interesting. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Mm. Well, on that note, I'll um, sign off. Did you have anything else to add? No, I think I've talked a lot and... <laughs> Got my PhD in trampolining. So, <laughs> Have you, are you feeling a bit more positive than when you started? I am. Today, yeah, I'm yeah. just you know, in terms of the topic. Not that you weren't positive to start with. I mean, it's just you know, this hopefully there's stuff there that resonates. Well, good. I think the self preoccupation, the gratitude, and I think there was something else that we covered where I just went, mm, yeah, and and thinking about. What is that nice thing that you can do for someone else that gives them that peace? You know, you yeah. said for you, cup of tea without having to be asked. So that's something for someone else. Yeah, not being occupied in the gratitude. So yeah, definitely three takeaways for me, which have been fantastic. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, right. Thank you for the chat. Look Ooh. forward to talking next week. Good luck with the study. 
and job hunting. Yeah. And, um, yeah, look forward to, um, to getting back and, and seeing how you're going after. Yeah. Cool. Thanks. Okay. Thanks. Have a good week. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening to the Career After COVID podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes and check out more tips and ideas at careeraftercovid.com.